Hello everyone, this is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University and we're back. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker. Every week we talk about how to love ourselves, others, and a higher nature. How to improve our finances, career, health, relationships, and spirituality. And we have a very fascinating guest who just kind of walked into our booth here at Love University, uh, the book festival. And what is your name? I'm Kimberly Smith. Kimberly, Kimberly, Kimberly Smith. And yeah. Kimberly, you're what we know as a psychic yes. or a person that has certain intuitive abilities. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your background. So I actually started out doing physical therapy as a living and one day spontaneously while I was in the garden, I started seeing spirit objectively, which means in the space with me, not in my mind's eye, but in the space with me. As I began to sort of surrender to that and listen, um, and not only that, but honor and pass along messages that were coming through, I realized communication was happening with the other side. So at that time, like I said, I was doing physical therapy and it became so intense and it was happening so much that I couldn't do anything else. Um, I had to surrender to it. Once I did, it sort of, the floodgates opened, it took over my life. So when I started to study quantum physics and metaphysics and quantum mechanics, it helped me to understand how this could happen or, or why or what was happening in such a way that I could put a framework to it and be able to turn it on and off and be more functional with it. I have since taken it to the next level where not only do I channel spirit, I'm an evidential medium which means I bring through evidence to prove to you that it's your dad or your mom or whoever coming through. Um, not by your request though. So if you're going to say, um, can my mom tell you my nickname? That is a, it's an essence break. It breaks the essence and it falls to the ego. So it's whatever spirit wants to share. And that has sort of led me to helping you realize you're transparent too. The only reason why I can do that is because for some reason I'm transparent. So it's turned into coaching individuals, like you said, um, helping them design their best life, your finances, your love life, you know, and, and your spirituality. All right, because when you talk about other spirits, I'm thinking of the people that have died, like your, you know, father, mother, whatever. Right. Uh, but do you do other things like see people's future potentials or... I do. Kind of um, thing, or maybe there's stumbling blocks or things like that. Absolutely. So everybody is emoting what they're thinking about, what they're feeling about. Right. You're guaranteed to experience what you're thinking and feeling about. That's your destiny. Right. That's why mindfulness is so important. Ah. Because our, our minds can go down a rabbit hole and, you know, sometimes we have to remember, like, that's not what I want to experience. Okay. So when we... You know, sort of reel it back in and practice mindful living, mindful thinking. Um, my personal goal is to help everybody see you can do this yourself. Like, like truly you can. You just have to surrender. You have to listen. So I do channel your loved ones. I also channel, um, I call them like the greats, listening to Buddha, um, even Yeshua, Jesus. I call them Yeshua. Just to share. It's a shareable, completely shareable space. So this young lady here is sitting next to you. Uh-huh. Is there any vibe you received from her? Anything you want to talk about? So typically, um, I don't do channel, I don't do readings on the spot. And here's why. This industry and this work has such a sensitivity around it as far as can people trust it. People want to trust it. They want to believe in it. But, you know, when we sort of set things up on the spot like this, here's, here's what you need to consider. 
when we're doing true energy work, um, what's your first name again? Uh, Helena. Say it one more time. Helena. Helena? Yes. Okay. So when I would read for somebody, I would use her name as my mantra. Then I connect to what's happening in her space, right? That takes time for me to calibrate to her energy. Um, but also, it is never my mission to allow this, you know, to be to be seen as something like like a power um, trick. Exactly. Like a magic trick. It's it's sacred. So it's a deeper connection. Uh, and I would want her time. to have the most sacred, impactful experience. So I would bring her into a space that I've cultivated for her. I would I would invite her to prepare questions to help her align because we know how electricity works. If there's a charge, there's a conduit. If we have a proper ground, energy expands. So if we're properly grounded, she's going to have the best session possible. It's really interesting. But see, as therapists, we can pick up someone who has pain Absolutely. or happiness. Yeah. Are you the same way? Can you pick people up? Yeah, for sure. Or if they're you know, a kind-hearted person or a curious person. And that's essentially how it started. So you have some of that ability. Yes. That's essentially what overtook my life was hearing and seeing things and going up to strangers and saying, excuse me, your sister's here. Uh -huh. But the state that it would bring them to in public, they're fighting with it because they don't want to be seen crying or they're, they're not sure what's happening, but they want to hear from sister. It was so counterintuitive. So I prefer, you know, to, to sort of cultivate a sacred space. But of course, you know, you can walk around, anybody empathic and, and listening to that can walk around and say, you can even look at body language and see where someone's carrying a charge in their field. Because Laura Day, I don't know if you heard of her, I think she wrote a book with Debbie uh, Moore. But she called herself practical intuition, uh, which is a different way to look at it. Because yeah. it works actually has a lot of loaded, you know, you know, like a gypsy or something. Right, that's uh, why I hold the integrity. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But I guess people like the word intuitive. I asked you that, and you said, no, I'm a psychic. Well, intuitive is actually, intuitive mentor is how I label myself. Oh, yeah. um, oh, okay. I do intuitive consulting if oh, okay. you're making big business decisions. Oh, I see. So you don't go to a business person and say, I'm a psychic. Not really, because it's loaded. Right, right. People don't trust it. That's why I have to hold the integrity. Right, right. So you do use the word intuitive. Yes. Yeah, you know, and, and that's such a beautiful space because everybody knows they have felt something, they've been pulled, they've been called. And essentially, you know, when you help people trust that space or use that, like demonstrate, like I'll... I'll use my intuition to help with my big business moves. Okay. But you, you have to listen. You can't do it immediately on the spot. I okay. can. Okay. Do I prefer that? No. Because okay. then it goes into the psychic place where oh, okay. it's almost like a party trick. Like a dark thing. Right. Right. So I would... You have a question for her on For this woman. She's a psychic intuitive. <laughs> Ask her a question. <laughs> but it needs to be a question of authenticity, not, of a, not a prove it question. Well, let's give her 30 Because I don't go there. No, no, no. <laughs> Ask her, what are you curious about her? Well, ask her a question. What are you curious about psychic? Curious uh, about... She's a psychic. She so say. with psychic intuition, do you have any questions about how that works? Or even experiences that you've had? Have you had spiritual experiences? Yes. Like what? But I don't have a question for this, uh, this topic. That's I understand. Okay. That's understand. okay. Oh, I think I see. So rather than if a I question. I understand correct because um, maybe you told me I didn't speak English, but I try to understand. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then, rather than a question, do you have an experience? Have you had an experience where you intuitive, you followed your own intuition? Uh, experience. Um, which one experience uh, do you mean? 
like following your own in gut feeling, like having a gut feeling or an in intuition that you should or shouldn't do something. Um, have you had an experience like that before? For my intuition? Mm -hmm. Yes, every day, all time, all day, all time, of yeah. course. Beautiful. <laughs> and you listen to it, right? You uh, honor it? Of course, it? yes, only. Yes. Yes. If I have a uh, rich uh, order, a choice, uh, I listen to all, all uh, inside me, my intuition. Yes. yes, yes. So do you find that women are more trustworthy of that space than men in your experience? What do you mean by trustworthy? I feel like women trust their intuition more than men, or I put think, it to play. Right. I wrote a book, uh, Love Times, on Myers-Briggs, you may have heard the, the test that talks about intuitive versus sensory. Uh -huh. So those are dimensions. Uh, you know, about two-thirds two of people are sensory and practical, but one-third are intuitive. Uh, so men actually can be intuitive too, For sure. but, but it, it falls on different pathways. Interesting. Uh, it's, like a, it's a different way to look at it. Yeah. But I think uh, you probably can have good uh, male clients, mostly, mm -hmm. because you teach them how. Absolutely. Uh, but also their feeling too. There's just two, you know, intuitive feeling is two different things. That's right. You know, yep. The intuition is and the feeling. Yes. Right. The reason I asked her because you know she's a curious person. And, you know, curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> right. But satisfaction you know, brought it back. Yeah. Remember that phrase? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. Most people don't know the rest of that yeah, phrase. Yeah, it's part two. It's more positive. <laughs> right. Right? Okay. So I think I like what you're saying. So you're kind of a deeper heater, maybe as always, or you know, understander of people. Right. Right. So you want to give it a, a positive uh, feeling about it. Absolutely. I don't want it to be. I don't want this industry to be right. seen as a party trick. Right. But I would like to, if possible, have an experience of it. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe through her or someone else. I don't know. Or you? Uh, well, I'm the host, but I would like to see more about what you have, sure. possibly, and, and why you do this, for example, what's the purpose? You know, like I said, I didn't set out to do this um, myself, it sort of found me, and then the beauty of what was happening is why I started to sort of just surrender to it. Um, when I see other people make a connection with a loved one in the afterlife, or even trust their own intuition, that's it for me. That's that's where I turn on. So you're very compassionate or yes. empathetic. Absolutely. But sometimes people like you uh, may feel hurt if you're a detour. You feel hurt by things. Absolutely. And people. Probably too too <laughs> intensely. Yes. Okay. Um, now, are you in a relationship now? No. No. No, that's a sore spot. Uh, well, <laughs> he left. No, oh, we, he left. we parted uh, oh, okay. back he, in the fall. Was he also intuitive feeling or was he different? Not at all. Different personality. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was intuitive in his own way, but he was very shy to my work. Kind of like didn't want oh, to hear it. Oh, shy away from the work. Very nervous about it. Okay. Kind of. So there wasn't really that inner connection, I guess. Uh, soul, soulmates, they call it. Right. And you right. probably work in that field, right? The soulmates, yes. uh, you know. Soulmates versus twin flames. So soul connections, right. you know. Right. So uh, I think there's something interesting about you. Do you uh, have a background as a kid? Were you one of those indigo children? So I grew up seeing lights, experiencing things, wow. um, wild things happening, but I, nobody else was acknowledging what was happening around me, so I kind of dismissed it. In my late 20s, early 30s is when I began seeing spirit objectively versus subjectively in your mind's eye versus, you know, in your space with you. And that's, like I was saying, like when I began to just dive into quantum physics, metaphysics, quantum mechanics, quantum entanglement to see like how the hell is this happening. Because some of the stuff that I've channeled, some of the stories has knocked my own socks off and, you know, nearly made me retire this work altogether because wow. it's, it's so real and so profound. Right. 
Now we do have a skeptic in the audience, I believe, with the question. <laughs> uh, Pastor Sun. Uh, okay. uh, so what do you think of this uh, psychic thing? <laughs> well, no, honestly, <laughs> you mentioned in the past we don't really believe in spiritual phenomena, or do you? Maybe oh, we're wrong. Uh, oh yeah, we're uh, uh, Lutheran. As a pastor's kid, as an atheist, and so lose his faith in everything else. Um, in an older age, some folks, not myself, but people I know, might find themselves in a place where they are searching spirituality again, searching faith again. What do you think is a way in which we go about doing that? Uh huh. What, did you say what what is the way about to go about so, searching spirituality? Yeah. So like, what, what's what's a typical track or train people start on to try to find faith? Oh, that's a great question. Um, are you done or you first and foremost? I would say to know what you value, because if you know what you value, that's what you're going to measure yourself against. Because if you measure yourself against somebody else's values, you'll break yourself. Right. If you know what you value, you function from that, which means you're living in authenticity. When you are functioning in your authenticity, I can't think of anything more spiritual than that. You're going to feel most connected with yourself, with the world around you, because you're true to you. Right. You live by your own. Um, you live by the way of your own nature. When you do that, you'll make profound connections around you. And that, to me, that's the essence of spirituality. Faith is, of course, like knowing the road is there beyond the fog. Like, I can't see very far ahead of me, but I'm going to keep driving, right? It's, it's, it's blind, almost. But, but if he's an atheist, can you convert him to be a believer? <laughs> absolutely not. I would never cross your will. Or, if or, your or spiritual. Choice, I mean, let's say he's yeah. not a spiritual person at all. Yeah. Maybe like your ex-boyfriend. Right. Would, would you want to convert him to be a spiritual? I would encourage you. I would encourage you to um, honor your truth. I would not disgrace you by asking you to believe in what I believe in. Um, that to me is the sickest type of work. Say, hey, this is what I do. You should too. If if atheism is what you align to, I honor that because because. It takes all the colors of the rainbow to make a rainbow, right? Um, we can't disgrace each other by thinking there's a right way to exist. Like, holy shit, are you kidding? There's no right way to exist. Thank God. So you cannot help him if he came to you. Well, okay. here's the thing. Why do we think he needs help? Unless well, you're saying, unless you're saying, if you're saying I'm atheist, I'm broken, I need something more, then I would say, okay, let's talk. Well, what if but he says I'm atheist, I want to be rich, give me some psychic ability. I want to be rich. Well, whatever it is. Yeah, I want to be, you know, something. Exactly, yeah. Then I want. Can you still help so, them? Can you help someone who doesn't believe in spirituality? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not we're not just spirit, we're flesh. We have to honor the totality. But I would never consider atheism a problem unless you're like, oh man, this isn't working out for me anymore. It's like I, I used to be attending a Catholic church until I realized like Sh I don't align with this at all. I'm out. And before I left they actually threw me out. So I was like, This works out great. <laughs> isn't that how that happens? 
like they yeah. fire you right before. <laughs> right at the time you okay. Well, thank you but, very much. I mean, I think you're giving us a very nice perspective of how this works. Yeah. Uh, so you're a, a spiritual intuitive, I yes. you call it, right? I'm an intuitive uh, consultant. Consultant. I kind of help people design their best life. We talk okay. about awesome. five, five pillars of life and the three pillars of you. Yes. Three pillars of you are mind, body, spirit. If you have mind, body, spirit coherence with atheism, you're going to live an amazing life. The coherence is the key. That goes back to what you value, living in authenticity. And then the five pillars of life are, you know, money, profession, relationships, uh, your personal character. So, same thing. He's smiling at you. I think he's happy now <laughs> with the response. <laughs> so, I guess, you know, if you're happy within your nature, you know, you have to be authentic. Yeah. Live by the way of your own nature. That's very important. And you'll live the best life. Right. But the moment we start gauging ourselves against other people's values or truths, immediately that's when we break ourselves. You know, we disgrace ourselves terribly doing yeah. that. I like the way you keep saying disgrace. So you don't want to disgrace it. That's the book I'm writing. Oh, is it called disgrace? <laughs> it's called disgraced. Wow. Um, wow. Essentially, <laughs> because you know, to me personally, it's important to be able to hold our grace. Which means, you know, live from your authenticity, and but also to not disgrace others by imposing your beliefs or your truths, not allowing that to happen to you as well. And recognizing when you're doing it to someone or when they're doing it to you, even unintentionally. You know? That's very powerful. Where can we hear more about you, by the way? Do you have a website, any kind of things yeah. going on? My website is KimberlyRay.com. All of my work is there. All of my yes. projects are okay. there. Um, all across social media. Thank you. Well, it's so been a pleasure. Much yeah, it's been wonderful. Uh, Love to have you again. Talk more yeah. about this. Yeah. There's a lot of the depth here. Uh, we need to explore. Thank you It's been a pleasure. And I would love to answer some of those questions a little more into the Yes, spirit. we definitely can. Are you, are, you, are you nearby or where are you looking? My booth or no, I mean, where I live? Yes, you live. So I live in Ohio. I'm wow. just here. Oh, just visiting. Oh, okay. I'm so just here I'll have to go to Cleveland to see you. Maybe. I'm just here, but I'm I come here a lot. Fantastic. My phone is. Dr. Alex Avila with Love University. It's been a pleasure. See you next time. That was a great interview live at the Los Angeles Book Festival at USC. We had an amazing time, and this is a great opportunity to interview these wonderful authors and people that have a message that's going to help others. So, Love University students, if you want to be on the show in the future or if you have a show idea and want to comment on today's show, you can reach us at 310-226-8090. You can write to us at loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. You can visit us at loveuniversitylove. You can also download the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can like us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love University Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Love Letter U Podcast. And you can also go to our YouTube channel, Love University. So until next time, this is Dr. Alex Avila. It's time to put away your notebooks, your iPads, your phones, and class is now dismissed. Love yourself, others, and a higher nature. Until next time.